Good morning and welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Morning Show. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us this morning. Sorry for the squeak. If you are watching us live on Facebook, we do appreciate that. If you are watching us live elsewhere or watching us elsewhere, excuse me, we do upload these shows to www.livingstonparishnews.com backslash podcast. We have audio and video versions there for you to check out. We do appreciate it if you do. Uh, go see them. They are free to watch. Getting into your traffic this morning, you're looking at heavier delays at 4-H Club Road, River Road, and 190. Had a little rain this morning. It's got people moving a little slower. I-12 is flowing, but you are looking at some heavier delays on those on-ramps at 447 Jubin Road and Range Avenue, so please plan for that. 64 heading into Central, you're looking at some minor delays there at the light at 64 and Greenville Springs. It's currently 76 degrees. 89 degrees is your high, 76 your overnight low. That 89 degree high is because you're looking at about 50% chance of rain at 1 p.m. And that bumps up to 70% at 3 p.m. last into the night. So please remember to bring an umbrella and a poncho if you're leaving and heading to work. If you haven't left yet, if you are at work, try to get to that car quickly this afternoon because it is looking like it's going to be very rainy in the area. Uh, this afternoon, heavy thunderstorms coming into Livingston Parish. Yesterday, sat down with Mr. Randy DeLatt, Parish Councilman from District 8. Mr. DeLatt talked a lot about his desire for uh, parish-wide drainage. Uh, you know, he lives in District 8, which is the Killian and Springfield area, as well as Maurepaw, a lot of South Livingston Parish. Very much a coastal area of our parish because of the saltwater intrusion into Lake Morpaw, kind of changed the ecology. But the most important part of that is that uh, storm surge and that sort of thing affects our drainage here in Livingston Parish because we're dealing, we don't have a whole lot of land protecting us anymore. It's all waterways. He talked a lot about looking to uh, dredge channels through Lake Morpaw uh, to allow more capacity, more water to flow through. Already working on some projects like the Amit River Weir and as well as the mouth of the Amit Rivers and the Tickfaw, especially where the lake is, trying to make sure that they can match up so at least that water can get out when we do have heavy rain. Uh, he did say that those areas do affect the drainage in other places in the parish. They do. Uh, but as of right now, Districts 1, 2, and 5, which are gravity drainage districts, are funded. He currently lives in an unfunded area, and the area north of him is unfunded as well. So they're looking for a way to, to change that. Funding has always been an issue uh, because property taxes just don't go a long way in those areas. A lot of people are able to homestead out of at least most of it. Uh, so they're looking for better home values. Uh, so what they're really trying to do is stretch out over the parish and say, well, we're all affected by drainage. He did say that East Baton Rouge does parish-wide drainage, uh, at least in, inside the parish. Now, Central uh, handles their own drainage. Uh, as well as Zachary. Now, uh, in Ascension, they have parish-wide drainage as well. One of the complaints that he had was that Central, or excuse me, was that Ascension was doing things like they had a levy district because you were dealing with storm surge and that kind of thing. So they do have a levy district. They do have uh, levies, pumps, and that sort of thing. Something that uh, Mr. DeLatt's looking for on the south side of the parish. So again, pushing for a little bit of parish-wide drainage, trying to get everybody to pay in and then get some kind of uh, drainage implements out of that. Recommend you give it a watch. Uh, I'm sure there will be people for or against, uh, but there was some good information in there that Mr. DeLatt had. Uh, we also talked a little bit about some of the things that Mr. Garrett Graves, or Congressman Garrett Graves, has done uh, to help push better drainage in the area. Uh, we also discussed some of the things he did say, which is 
You can't wait for windfalls of funding from the government. You got to find a way to do it yourself. So worth worth the check. Go to www.livingstoparishnews.com backslash podcast. We do have an audio and video version of that podcast. Yesterday was day one of qualifying. A lot of people signed up. There are still a few races with no sign-ups, but of course there are two days to go. Uh, it starts at 8 a.m. or Yes, 8 8.30 a.m., pardon me, at the Livingston Parish Clerk of Court's office. Runs till 4 p.m. today and tomorrow. Please remember that due to COVID-19 restrictions, if you are going uh, to qualify as a candidate in one of these many races, it's about 51 seats uh, that are available, or 51 races that are available here in Livingston Parish. So it's going to be a packed ballot, uh, but there's still two days. Please remember 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. This is for the November 3rd election. Now, as of right now, Town of Livingston's heating up. There's going to be a mayor's, a pretty contentious mayor's race, chief of police race, and there's already over the number of aldermen. Uh, so there's going to be five aldermen elected. There's already six people registered. So Town of Livingston heating up. Looks like it's going to be a hotbed of political activity uh, for this fall. Provide some people with some entertainment. But again, qualifying running today and tomorrow. That's from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. today and tomorrow. Please remember, because of COVID-19 restrictions, only a certain amount of people uh, can be allowed at any time. There will be a drive-through viewing for Mr. Arthur Perkins because of COVID-19 restrictions. There will be no formal wake, uh, but this is one of the things that's happening now is a drive-through viewing. Uh, it will be at MJR Friendly Funeral Home that is on the eastern side of the city of Denham Springs. It will be from 3 to 8 p.m. today. And remember, it's drive-through, so prepare to, to prepare to wait. Or 7 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. tomorrow, Friday. So again, 3 to 8 p.m. today at MJR Friendly Funeral Home, 7 to 7 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. tomorrow, Friday, at MJR Friendly Funeral Home. Remember, that is a drive-through, so please be prepared to wait. Getting into your novel coronavirus statistics for the day, 99,354 cases. That was the highest jump ever. Uh, from Tuesday to Wednesday that we recorded yesterday, 3,558 deaths. Good number here, 61,456 have recovered. Unfortunately, recoveries are not trending like they were to match up with cases. It is now cases are rising more quickly uh, than those recoveries. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, please wear a mask. We're going to talk more about mitigation efforts and some of the things they affect in just a second. 1,581 are hospitalized on 188 ventilators. 1,152,901 tests have been performed. In Livingston Parish, 2,097 cases, 45 deaths on 20,423 tests. It's actually one of our best positivity rates day over day. So the state's looking for less than 10%. We were roughly 9% positivity rate day over day. So Livingston Parish did very well day over day, uh, com especially compared to the state, which saw the highest rise in cases. One of the things that the governor did announce yesterday as, is the, the push to go get tested, G-E-A-U-X, will last as long as supplies are available. So that surge testing capacity, especially in the Baton Rouge area, is going to continue uh, until they run out of testing products. So please remember that. Please remember you can go get tested. You can find it at doineedacovid19test.com. You can go sign up. It is free. Your test results are free. They will come to you either via email or you will get a phone call if you tested positive. For those mitigation efforts, please remember to wear a mask in public. 
Wash hands for 20 seconds or more, six feet or more of distance between yourself and others. Control your sneezing and your cough with an elbow or a tissue. Don't touch your face. 25 or less, my favorite one, by the way. 25 or less to a gathering, preferably less. Stay home if you are sick and utilize telehealth to get in touch with your doctor and stay home to work if at all possible. On Tuesday, President Trump uh, was touting the benefits of masks and said that we would have some information about a vaccine. On Wednesday, or yesterday, he came out and did say that the federal government is currently in negotiations with Pfizer, which is a pharmaceutical company, for the price of $1.95 billion for the vaccine for COVID-19. Of course, a lot of trials are starting to come out all across the country. Uh, Pfizer looks like they're going to be the manufacturer of that. But that $1.95 billion price point means that it will be free for Americans. So please keep that in mind. Uh, as the vaccine rolls out, some people are going to be early adopters, some people won't. Uh, but again, the federal government working with Pfizer on a $1.95 billion deal uh, to make the vaccine free for all Americans. Yesterday, uh, just as sort of a response to the governor's extension of phase two, uh, but that phase two is going to end right at the school start time. So it'll last right up until August 7th. Uh, the superintendent of, school, superintendent of schools, Joe Murphy, said that these schools still anticipate to open in phase two. Uh, if they move to phase three, they he and I sat down and did a podcast on Monday. They are very flexible. They can move to phase three as necessary. Uh, one of the things he did say was that they might not do it. You know, if they move to phase three that week, they might not start. They might start school in phase two, and then either after a week they'll move to phase three or something like that. So it may not necessarily be, you know, the day they cross over phases, school crossover phases. They want to give parents and kids enough time to prepare, especially if they signed up for virtual options. Virtual options are open for kids. Please remember tomorrow begins the day that you should start trying to call your school, getting the information on that, getting your kids signed up. Or if you intend to send your kid to school, Please remember, if they're starting in phase two, you need to find out if they are an A or B group. So that is, that, that's important. Please keep that in mind. Guarantee Restoration was hired uh, to clean all school sites as well as all buses. They've already gotten started. And have a little lag here. There we go. They've already gotten started with that cleaning. So that will be, so schools will be clean and ready for that August 7th start date. Talking about schools, especially student-athletes, Louisiana High School Athletic Association, or LHSAA, Director Eddie Bonine penned a letter, uh, an open letter to parents, basically saying, we are committed to these fall sports. We want to get them started. Of course, in the current phase, the only two sports that are still left, um, sort of hindered, I guess you can say, are football and volleyball. Uh, right now, volleyball needs for the LHSAA to move into phase three, which is kind of in conjunction with the state's move to phase three. Once that happens, volleyball is clear for competition. At that point, the only sport that would be left in the fall that would be affected would be football. Moving into phase three basically opens everything up intra-squad, but no competition as of yet. Now, at that point, it'll be the LHSAA's decision to move into their phase four, which would open things up for football completely. So right now, we're looking to get to that phase three. According to Director Bonine, it's very important. Try to practice those mitigation efforts. Try to remember that you're affecting more than just yourself, especially these kids uh, who deserve a senior, especially those seniors who deserve a senior season. I'm lagging out again. I don't, I don't understand. There we go. Uh, so please remember that. Uh, please try to you know, practice these mitigation efforts. Let's go back through them real quick. Wear a mask in public. Wash your hands for 20 seconds or more. Six feet or more of distance between yourself and others. 
Control your sneezing and your cough with an elbow or a tissue. Don't touch your face, my favorite one. 25 or less to a gathering, preferably less. Stay home if you're sick and utilize telehealth to get in touch with your doctor and stay home to work if at all possible. Going back through this traffic real quick for you folks. Um, heavy delays on 4-H Club Road, River Road, N190 due to rain. I-12 is flowing. However, uh, heavier delays on your on-ramps at 447 Juban Road and Range Avenue, 64 into Central. Looking at some minor delays, especially at that intersection with Greenville Springs Road. It's currently 76 degrees, 89 degrees is your high today. 76 your overnight low. That 89 degree high is because right around 1 p.m. you're looking at a 50% chance of heavy thunderstorms, 70% chance at 3 p.m. So please remember, if you haven't left yet, grab that umbrella uh, or that poncho before you leave because you're probably going to be getting wet getting back to your car this afternoon. One last time, my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us for the Livingston Parish News Morning Show. Please remember we're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month uh, to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We have a free podcast page, a free coronavirus page, and a free breaking news page, which is state and national news. So we'd appreciate you guys checking that out. We do hope you have a great day. We're going to be keeping more eye on the qualifying for today. And of course, I'm here I am lagging out again. There we go. <laughs> Do apologize. We hope you have a great day. We're going to be keeping an eye on these qualifiers as they come through. The governor does have a press conference this afternoon, so we will keep you apprised of what he says there, and we will see you tomorrow morning.